Hello, everyone, and welcome to Carrie's Chaos, episode number five. Now, this was a Squadcast recorded podcast recorded on the 29th of March 2020 when the pandemic was just getting started and starting to affect people's lives. So I hope you'll enjoy this historical look into what we thought of the pandemic at the time and perhaps consider how things have changed since then. If you have any comments or queries, contact K-H-O-A-T-H on Twitter or carry at gotss.net via email. Thanks for listening. All right. Welcome, everybody, to my first Squadcast test podcast. And for this podcast, I'd like to welcome Mariah and Jessica. Thank you, girls, for coming on and talking to me today. Hey, how are you? No problem. Given the pandemic we're uh, experiencing at the moment, not too bad for now. And <laughs> that's obviously a position that a lot of the population are in. Certainly the talk of our times, it's very difficult to get through a conversation without the words COVID-19 or uh, novel coronavirus coming up. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, certainly you brought up the word COVID-19 because, I mean, that suppose brings us into sort of our topic of conversation, doesn't it? Um, so. Well, you know why it's 19, don't you? Because the first case was discovered in 2019. That's why it's actually marked 19, if you wondered why that number was there. I, yes. I actually did one. I mean, in I December. I, I kind yes. of figured it was, but I, I didn't want to make an assumption based on... Well, you know, I assume <laughs> made I an ass out of you and me. That's yeah. true. I, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, that. okay. So, um, yeah, and I think, I think we'll certainly segue into this. There are some people who, well, there are a lot of people, uh, obviously our emergency personnel and our first responders and our uh, nursing staff and all of these people that are under a lot of stress and a lot of grief and stuff as a result of the pandemic. So we've got all of our emergency responders and and all that sort of stuff happening. And, and store personnel uh, and delivery people too. Store like, personality delivery people. Yeah. So um before we, we actually kinda of go into the meat of our topic, it's 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 partly to do with that. But you bring up an interesting point that I that someone actually brought up to me uh recently, um, because you were talking about the store personnel and the doctors and the nurses and um which is um you kind of start to learn, at least at this point in time, what degrees, I guess, you need. Because you kind of have the extremes working right now. You have the McDonald's flippers and the restaurant workers kind of sort of near the bottom of the totem pole if you look at... Wages. You know, right. And salaries and um, stuff, yeah. And then you have your doctors and your nurses, which, you know, um, are kind of higher in their degree structure. So it's kind of interesting how that works because a lot of your middle class and a lot of your middle degrees don't have jobs right now. Yeah, and it's 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 interesting. The, the interesting thing about that, though, is when a situation like this occurs, and and obviously, luckily, I wasn't around for the nineteen eighteen Spanish flu. Basically, you find out which members of your society are important when the chips are down. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, the people who clean the streets are important. The compl- the people who deliver your groceries are important. The people who pack your groceries are important essentially the the lower people on the totem pole as as you say and the upper ones as far as the the doctors and the and the nurses are and concerned and the scientists and the researchers and, and all that right because so i just thought of right something now. like mm-hmm. completely so everybody i believe that you know pe- these people are important and they're going to continue to be important 
But I see a lot of these posts on Facebook from people who are like, thank these people, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I'm just like, okay, seriously, six months ago, you were complaining about how you, know, you were complaining about, oh, this person should already have a job and da-da-da-da-da. But, you know, like, is that what you're going to do? Like, are you going to are you gonna start whining about, you know, your service at McDonald's or something? Like, when this Whoa. is over? Like... Oh, how well, the tables of, have turned. I think people are, I think people are very, uh, I want a different word than notional, but people are very fickle. changeable. Fickle. fickle? Yes, fickle. Uh, persnickety. I think, you know, as humans, we always need something to complain about or something to rail against or something that upsets us. But the interesting thing is that, um, and it's interesting how um, ideas are divided, it's all well and good to thank these people. And that's very important, and I think that's a, a very valid part of social interaction. Um, but are you going to um, show your appreciation financially, or are mm. you just going to th- like should tipping be up? Should um, you know those sorts of things? But not quite um, what we were going to focus on on this <laughs> podcast today. <laughs> yeah, we had um, it's a good topic. I think it's it, it is, we should come back to at some point. Absolutely, and if we've got time in the next couple of days, we'll absolutely do that because I'm I'm down. But one of the things, and I think it might have been uh, Jessica who brought my attention to it. So, as in any tragedy um, in human history, one of the ways that a percentage of the population deals with that tragedy is to come up with humorous responses to that tragedy. So, for example, when we had the Challenger disaster in 1986, there are a whole lot of tasteless jokes going around the place, uh, sadly. Even when, you know, big world events happen, um, you know, the death of Lady Diana, uh, you know, pick your event. There's always a humour to be seen. Kobe Bryant, yeah. like there were tastes. Yeah. Kobe, Bryant, Kobe Bryant was a big one. But yes. This one, this one isn't necessarily what I would call tasteless. So, I mean, no, there's certainly no. some tasteless um, things to do with it. But um, basically what I've started seeing, um, because I'm, I'm a big advocate of social media especially in this day and mm-hmm. age when you have to physically isolate we'll come back to that distance. in a moment oh yeah F- yeah um, physically distance we'll come back to that in a minute because that's an interesting point um and so um one of the things that a lot of people are, are kind of doing is they're trying to you know make the situation lighthearted or try to make you know something funny and so you'll see um and and twitter and instagram sort of these trends where they take mainstream songs that are huge in history and try to rewrite mm-hmm. lyrics and make coronavirus parodies or covid-19 parodies so a couple of us for instance like actually i haven't seen this one actually made yet but a couple of us the other day for instance were like come on eileen covid-19 covid-19 right? i saw so, a tweet about that a couple of weeks ago um, like so well we've we've, we've all heard um What's that Rhapsody one? Coronavirus Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Uh, and that was that was certainly very, very seen, well produced. Have you seen We Didn't Start the Virus? I yes, I did that say one that one. Today. It was not that good. Yeah. Um there's the one that I just heard today actually by um it was a it was a parody of that bare naked lady song. If I had a million dollars, I think it was if I had coronavirus or something like that. Oh, that was actually really funny. So. Uh, has someone done my Corona yet? Because I know, like, 
I'd say somebody would have had to. Yes, it has. There's actually yeah. a I was going to say, like, among our circle, like, we've been we've been joking about my Corona for well, a long time. I think, I think nothing... <laughs> I think nothing new under the sun. I think there's a lot of Discord servers full of people joking about my corona. And, uh, you know, I'm sure we're not the only ones who have, who have oh, thought sure, of this no, concept. No. And it's interesting to note the incredible diversity of parodies that you get, like a really well-produced and assembled parody like Coronavirus Rhapsody. Oh, yeah. Uh, or one that's sort of sung by a 15-year-old into their iPhone in their bedroom. Um, <laughs> and there's a, there's a massive array of different... There, there actually are a couple of trending articles right now on the on the Googles, mm-hmm. um, and it has things like top ten coronavirus parodies or top fifteen COVID nineteen parodies, and some of them are quite fascinating. So um, I'll look yeah. these up because I haven't seen yeah. these. Should, should be interesting, and I mean, for copyright reasons, we can't put any of them on here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but um, well, and let's let's sort of dovetail out into a, a different topic there because there have been some very good parodies. And if you feel like googling up any of the ones we've mentioned, uh, I did see another one come out this morning. I'm just trying to remember what it was as he opens Twitter because uh, <laughs> the one that they're telling me to go check out is a parody of sweet caroline but it's called oh quarantine yeah yeah yeah. uh i've heard about that one too he uh neil diamond he he said he wrote it um, so no that's not the right one because i oh, played that the- one today and it was that one's just oh, oh there's a, there's a supercalifragilisticexpialidocious oh, yeah i i want to hear that one i'm gonna go look at that yeah later. yeah I've, I've i've tweeted that one out already <laughs> um but i think oh, the other me. thing i think the other thing that uh, is concerning about this whole um, pandemic and whatever is people's reliance on social media. We all obviously consume a lot of social media. And one of the problems with relying on social media or one of the challenges of relying on social media is ascertaining what information is correct and what information isn't correct. Yeah. Uh, should should oh, we be using man. ibuprofen? Should we not be using <clears throat> ibuprofen? Everybody agrees we should wash our hands for 20 seconds, preferably with soap, but how many gallons of hand sanitizer do we need to stockpile? Do we need um, to hoard all the toilet paper? Well, no. well yeah, I think we've already decided food. that one. And yeah. food, yeah. Tinned like, food. People are, not even tinned food, like people are actually of the opinion that we're going to be stuck in this for the long haul. So we went to the groceries the other day to go buy eggs that shelf was empty. They're limiting how much meat you can buy here. We did a grocery run the other day, and we were lucky to get our hands on pork chops and hamburger meat. Yep, yep. Like, there and I've we- I've heard other stores are I've heard other stores are doing like ten in, ten out. Like you have to queue yep. up outside, and you have to yep. wait. There's a store that we find we did find <clears throat> uh, a lot of good restock, and we went in, but. Every customer was limited on just about everything. So two cartons of eggs, one case of toilet paper, one case of water bottles, and they would make sure that you only had that much when you went to the cash register. Yeah. Well, it's because- in Texas regarding toilet paper with social security guards. uh, And police. There was actually a cop 
in one of the stores that was guarding yes. toilet paper. Yes. So there, there's the Walmart here at my house, near my house. There was no toilet paper actually on the shelves. It's kept in the back where they restock. There's a cop wow. standing there handing a package of toilet paper to each customer that asks. That wow. Oh but it's, it's interesting that initially COVID-19 <laughs> did not actually show gastrointestinal intestinal symptoms, but humanity decided that toilet paper was what they were going to hoard. Like if we're, if we're going for <laughs> the apocalypse. That was such a weird, like... <laughs> <laughs> like at first I didn't get it. I was like, why are we hoarding toilet paper? Like what's well, happening? Because all the toilet paper's gone. People are trying to find ways to substitute the toilet paper. And so now things like paper towels and Kleenex are being hoarded mm-hmm. and gone. And so that's becoming a problem. <clears throat> but the problem is that um, a lot of those things aren't flushable. Correct. So you end up with hygiene problems. And if people do flush this stuff, uh, I think there's an ad that says paper, pee, and poo are the only things down the loo, is the, is the advertising. <laughs> uh, kind of, kind <laughs> of. <laughs> Sounds like something you tell your child. Like, <laughs> but that's, Well, they, act, they actually have kids doing the ad, and the kids are actually singing it, saying that this, oh even God. we understand that this is what you do. That is really cute. But the <laughs> reason... The reason I mention this, and, and we may remember this from a couple of years ago because I think uh, Jess was on the server when we were talking about it, one of the sewers near London got clogged by a gigantic fatberg, which is a collection of fat, oil, grease, paper and other stuff that had basically oh. set rock hard Gross. into this huge thing that was what? I think it was like... Something horrendous, like really ten feet big. thick or something. Oh, that's nasty! Yeah, and it was heavy. Nope. Like they're still, they were still having troubles um, yeah. breaking it down. They literally that's, had that's to send gross. people in with axes in hazmat <clears throat> suits to chop this up. So, yeah. paper, pee, like, and poo, dynamite in it or anything like that. Because no, you up the whole freaking sewer system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, so yeah, paper, pee, and poo are the only things down the loo, people. So if you are going to use something like Kleenex or you're going to be like my brother and get the newspaper. Um, <laughs> don't flush it down the toilet. Don't flush it down the toilet. Please don't. Even if no. the wipes has flushable wipes, don't flush it down the toilet. Don't, don't do it. Don't, no. don't do it. No, no, the wipes that you flush down there are not really flushable. Um, yeah, no. So, I mean, all right, let's, let's, let's take the, the conversation a little bit. Uh, mildly personal. I mean, this is a potentially public <laughs> podcast, so let's not get too personal. Oh. Uh, how are you all? Well, it may not be, right? We, we get to decide this afterwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how, are you, how are you guys dealing with the virus? I think the thing that concerns me, two things that concern me. The first one is that uh, the US has a lot of guns and a lot of very unhappy people. And I'm waiting for that to go critical. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what if somebody decides they don't want to stay home? I don't want to stay home, mummy, and uh, I, I have an overpowered weapon that I can use. Bang, bang. Um, uh, yeah, okay. So let's. I'm glad that's in context. Um, but basically, <laughs> we. <laughs> Bang, bang. (laughs) I hit the ground. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and also, so you've certainly got the the, the lots of people with lots of guns, which which brings me to something that I'll mention when we're not on the podcast, because it was the oddest thing. How are you guys dealing with the the quarantine? I mean, how many people do you think there are still people flaunting these stay home regulations in places like Florida? They'd rather go and play with the alligators than stay home, apparently, uh, allegedly. Yeah, I've got a 
contact in New Zealand who's all like, yeah, well, our prime minister is going to have this figured out in two weeks and we're going to be good. And I'm just thinking, uh, no, no, you're not. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. Two things that bother me about America right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to? First- <laughs> oh, f- oh, for right now. I said right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That's fair. That's fair. We, we, actually, I don't think Squadcast has enough storage space for all the things that bother us about America, but let's focus on the two you've got right now. <laughs> so the first, uh, I love you, New York, but the first mm-hmm. is New York. Mm-hmm. Stay inside New York. Seriously. Yeah. You have the most, in fact, like cases in this entire country and for whatever reason people in new york want to still go around and do their businesses they don't have a shelter in place order they do uh, they do they now do. yes they, they do. do but but i was i was i was actually hearing on the media this morning and this is going to upset a lot of people your illustrious leader may we you know whose name we need mm. not mention lord voldemort uh, lord voldemort yes that's exactly right um, <laughs> is looking at um, quarantining New York and actually federally putting in a quarantine order on the actual state of He's New York. Need to because yeah, this is this is getting insane. Like people, there are shelter in place orders um, throughout the state of New York, mm-hmm. but people still want to go about their business because they feel like oh, we survived nine eleven, we survived you know all these things that happened to New York, and that's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get the survivability aspect. Mm-hmm. This is. A world pandemic that is affecting a lot of people. So it brings me to the next point that is bothering me about the U.S. At the okay, um, before, before 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 you do that, do you need a do you need a do you need a, a drink, Minxie? Because we can edit. Like we 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 can totally chop are things you, are out. Are you good? Yeah. You good? You good? I'm good. You sound a bit raspy. That's all. Just yeah, you're like, some water okay? there. No, no. You, I'm good. I'm okay. Right. Kind of quiet. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Impassioned and quiet doesn't work very well. No, uh, I've seen it done, but uh, we're, we're talking about the pandemic. Um, so the so second thing the second that thing. <laughs> so you were talking about Florida and alligators and and, and all that. Mm-hmm. My sister was saying that the beaches. So like here in Texas, we have South Padre Island. We have the beaches in Galveston. We have you know things like that. Do and I need Florida to break into the song by Glenn Campbell? Oh, no. Lord, Galveston, no. oh Galveston! Oh, I can see you seabirds um, flying. And hundreds of your population dying. Oh, there's a parody right there. There Oh, there you go. There you go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So you have the Florida beaches, you have the Texas beaches, you have other, you know. California's beaches just got shut down this weekend. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm I'm wondering. So So essentially life's a beach and then you die. Like people are going out there and. Yeah. Yeah. Packed with people. Stupid. And I'm just like, you. But I think, I think that. I think, okay, but I don't know whether we, we can all think back to when we were a lot younger. And sadly, for humans, I think in general, I think for animals and humans, um, some lessons are only learnt by experience. So there are a lot of young people who think they're invincible and that this, uh, you know, this <clears throat> pandemic can't hurt them. Yet mm-hmm. we're now seeing lots of younger people succumbing to this quite frightening illness. And... People are struggling, I think, for a lot of people, until somebody close to them is impacted by this condition, they're not going to take it seriously. And who knows how many people will lose their lives before people go, oh, bother. Um, I'll tell you, 
one way it impacted me actually today. It's a very unorthodox way, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's pretty creepy. Like not creepy, but just like whoa. So my son, I took him to the doctor for a totally unrelated incident. But you know, with all the sicknesses that is going around, they do check for a lot nowadays. Yes. Um. So, needless to say, he's fine for the most part. But the doctor actually told me, "Look, go ahead and keep doing what you're doing, and give him some Tylenol." As well, she said, but because of the pandemic and everything is going on, it's going to be really hard for you to get over the counter Tylenol. So I'm going to prescribe you some Tylenol. Oh. It's very rare that they do that because you can buy Tylenol over the counter, right? Mm. So I literally have guaranteed Tylenol only because my doctor prescribed it to, for my son. Otherwise, and and and, and in an interesting tw- and, and an interesting twist of fate and. Um, not to completely hijack the the podcast, but just an interesting point. Hashtag climate change. Tylenol is actually a petroleum-based product that's um, actually obtained from, I think, some of the petroleum distillates. That's how they get one of the chemicals. So, you know, everything is interconnected in our world. Tylenol yes, is, is tied to climate change. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So how are you guys handling the, the, the isolation? One of the things I've noticed, because we're humans, our perceptions of events... Uh, shape how we feel towards them. I wouldn't know anything about that being a hypnotist or a reality-shaping <laughs> engineer. Um, but everybody's sort of stamping their foot up and down and going, where, mummy, I want to go out, or where, daddy, I want to go out, and I can't. And it's the fact that we can't go out um, and the fact that this situation is unfolding around us, there is a, mm. a higher level of anxiety and a higher level of challenges. Helplessness. Yes. Oddly enough, you have the extremes as well. So you have the other side. A lot of the introverts are actually like, OMG, this is actually perfect for me. The world is at my level. I can finally relate to the world because we are all stuck inside. Oh, that's awful. Like, variety is the spice of life. I have my days, Carrie, honestly. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm, I I mm -hmm. have my days where I'm like, you know, I'm fine. I I have things to do. I, I know how to keep myself entertained and occupied. But when I can't handle it anymore, I will go out for a walk. And I'll stay out for maybe an hour or maybe half an hour, depending on how long I want to stay out. Or I'll go sit out on the patio. Like, I'm not, like, I'll, that's what I do. And it just depends on how trapped I'm feeling that day. And I think that's another key point that people have to keep mm. in mind. It's um, physical distancing and... Yeah, despite the orthodox name for yeah. it, right? Or yeah, social, social, distancing. social distancing. Social distancing. Well, some people have said that actually this physical distancing is bringing a lot of society together like nothing else has. Like we're all jumping on these platforms. Hi, Squadcast. Uh, and we're all, <laughs> you know, chatting about things and, you know, hanging out and spending some time to see how this works. I was going to say, well, that's true. Like, we we always come back to this. We always come back to this. The, the kids who had, like, school as their safe place. And now mm-hmm. they don't have that. Like, yes. what the H-E double hockey sticks well, is going to happen now. In general, the, the, the connection. I feel like social media is a very impersonal connection sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's getting better with things like FaceTime and other things where you can see each other um, in video conference and things like that. But they're still not there to reach out and hug or reach oh, out and hold. Or, or smell you know, the armpits of that stinky kid yeah, that you can't stand that tries to... The odor of the bus. dried sweat of... Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So I think I think there's sort of that issue that we're kind of dealing with. But I, one of the things that's hardest for me is actually hard for a lot of working individuals right now. So there's a lot of people that obviously don't have jobs, and that's an you know an issue in themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the lucky ones that still has one, mm-hmm. but because I still have one. I also have a child that needs to be homeschooled because of the schools being shut down. Mm. So it's very stressful to do my job and get him through online classes. Uh, I think Um, that the other problem with homeschooling and and, and certainly not pointing at you specifically as a person speaking as, as, as people generally, not every parent is cut out to be a supervisor slash teacher for homeschooling. And I think a lot of parents are struggling with this. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a post on Facebook that I saw that was apparently from a teacher or a principal or something like that. And they were basically saying, like, they were like, look, I get it. I understand that it's hard for parents. Like, teachers didn't have any warning. We just kind of scrambled. If you can't do it, like, if you if you are having trouble and you cannot keep like, if you can't supervise your child, we understand because, like, you may have multiple kids in the house or you may be trying mm-hmm. to work or whatever. Don't yep. worry about it because all we sent home was just, like, fill in, fill in material. Like, it's going to be covered again. We're not covering new Well, for, for now. I for think now. it depends on the district. Yeah. we're basically closed until further notice so my yeah. whole thought is that they're continuing curriculum they are because michael today was not today uh, sorry a couple of days ago was doing some some math and it was pretty hard geometry man i was, was messing around so mm-hmm. he i mean it's just um you know it's just one of those one of those things like it's hard and me you know i'm lucky because i i was a teacher so i know how to teach but you know, Carrie's absolutely right. Not everyone is, is cut out to teach. Um, not everyone is cut out to teach and work. Um, that's that's the hardest part is, you know, do I teach or do I work? Or how do I do this? And I can imagine how it's even harder if you time? have multiple kids in multiple grades. Like, mm-hmm. how how are you going to manage this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you either you either teach them all at once and give them all things to keep them busy or you scatter them and do them in different shifts, but then... Um, but it's also a time allocation. So you work four to five hours a day, Jess. Now you also have homeschooling to take care of. I and that's an extra time allocation. Eight to ten hour a day, depending on how much I'm doing in a, in a given day. I mean, that's okay. Some might argue, well, that's a regular work day. But when you're doing your work and Got you're doing Two different school, sides of your like, brain. Like, you yeah. got your, my job, da, 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 and then you're like, all right, well, now I got to switch into teacher mode. Yeah. You know? Admittedly, like, what I try to do is, is have him do his homeschooling when I'm done with work so that I'm not trying to kind of juggle between, you know, work and school um, with him. I am kind of lucky that I do work part-time, but I can imagine those parents that are working full-time jobs and trying to do homeschool. How do you do that as a parent? Leave your uh, comments below. No, just kidding. Yeah, um, no. <laughs> no, that's absolutely, that is absolutely a thing. And uh, it must be a challenge for a lot of people. But I think the other thing that's that's got making people all anxious and stuff is, you know, there's an unknown of who's got this, how could I get it? Because this mm-hmm. thing lurks in the system. Uh, you don't know who's got it. You don't know where it's coming from. And humans love to be able to blame people. I must have got the cold from... 
insert name, and I bet they got it from insert other person's name. Mm-hmm. And there's a Tom Lehrer song that covers that. Oh. <laughs> and it's yeah. even worse because um, if the posts that I've read are true, some people don't show symptoms. So, like, for all you know, that dude that you just passed on the street could have COVID-19 and you don't know. And, and he may not know. And, and, I, and I also see uh, reports that, you know, people are still not washing their hands properly. So, yeah. Then, as you said before, what is, what's misinformation and what isn't? There's mm. a lot of reports saying that the, the mutiny, the SNL strains was a hoax. Um, that there's no um, verified evidence no on the CDC. Mm. Mm. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of misinformation out there and it's trying to kind of... What's one of the, what's one of the reasons why a lot of social media and stuff is blocking posts that contain uh, COVID nineteen or coronavirus um, unless they're actually verified. Up on that. Okay, well they were uh, they were for a little while. Wow. Yeah, they're actually blocking them for a while. And, they were for a while. Um, and and you ask yourself the question, and apparently Google was filtering um, search results for a bit, but they sort of gave up on that because some of these sites were peddling, like, some of the conspiracy sites are just amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. You know, what do you believe? And who's telling the truth and who's not telling the truth? And and that's a... (laughs) One thing's for sure. And I don't know how much longer we have in this podcast, but um, one thing's for sure. uh, This virus takes no prisoners. No, no, it so. doesn't, and it doesn't matter what age you are. Um, it can certainly impact you, and some people get a little bit sick and they get a little bit of fever and, you know, insert your list of... Um, symptoms here. Symptoms here, do due diligence, figuring out what they actually are. And some people get terribly sick and, you know, basically have, right. yeah, lung shutdowns and whatever else. Um, well, we are coming up on... I, I can actually look at the Braille display, and we are at... Um, 30 minutes and 38 seconds. So Already? That was really fast. That was fast. Yeah. <laughs> that's, so, that's awesome. Okay. Okay. So, finally, closing remarks. Is there anything else anybody wants to wants to say before I hit stop on this um, on this puppy? And um, we'll see, you know, anything else you want to mention about this thing? I mean, I think it's interesting that there are also a lot of people in the blind community basically storming around the place go, ha ha, now you know what it feels like to live on a fixed income. Oh, uh, my God. That's not just blind people, though. That's disabled people. But again, a different topic for a different time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I myself was going to say, like, it's amazing what lengths people will go to for attention. Yes. Yes. We, we actually did have somebody on uh, Twitter, Twitter a couple of weeks ago who claimed that they had it uh, and it turned out to be not to be the case. Let's not name and shame, but that was a quite an interesting. No, but like um, I've seen articles like from <clears throat> I follow, I follow uh, my hometown's uh, news sources and they were like, these two dudes and scrubs are walking around doing, uh, prote- you know, saying they are, they're offering COVID-19 testing, don't open the door. Or I saw another one where teenagers were coughing on produce in the super, like in the stores. I saw another one where yeah, this one. couple went and bought two shopping carts full of meat. 
and they like pushed people out of the way and they laughed about it and they thought, you know, like, oh, we may not be able to afford it, but oh my God, we cleaned house and da 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 da. And like, people are pissed. <clears throat> well, Sorry, well, people the, are very angry. Oh, no, no, no. This is nobody said this was family friendly. Okay, well, fine. People are pissed. People are very, uh, very angry. At yeah, these, at yeah, these yeah. I mean, I think if Gordon Ramsay can say piss off, uh, we can too. Um, <laughs> so the other thing, of course, and I saw another one, and this one defies understanding. So a couple oh, got diagnosed with COVID-19. Okay, wait for this. This is human. Oh, okay. This is, okay. this is, what's that, Darwin Awards? These, these are eligible for oh, the Darwin, Darwin Awards. Darwin Award. Yeah, yeah. They decided to go into the grocery store and pick up groceries on the way home. No, 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 no. Even though they're infected with the virus. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I have to leave, if I have to leave with one closing remark, if I Uh have to like, uh huh. If you are sick, if you are sick, I don't care if you're hacking up a lung. Mm -hmm. Just don't. If you just feel like shit, or if you're like. If you do have the infection, I don't care what's wrong with you. Stay mm-hmm. home. Yeah. Okay, but what if you're? What if you don't have anyone to d- get you groceries? <sighs> then you make some new friends. Hashtag die. social media. No, I mean, there's got to be a way. Like, there's got to be. There are emergency aids that will drop you supplies yeah. and stuff. There are a lot of like, Sikhs and stuff that are making up food <clears throat> packets. I, I saw some articles about some Sikhs made some hundred thousand packets of food to drop off to. Um, yeah, I've seen those too. Yeah, I to, see that to, for like elderly. Yep. Um, there's Meals on Wheels is doing some stuff like that as well. So, do your research. If you're stuck in quarantine, like there's probably a reason you're stuck in quarantine. Yeah, Please and and do and, not infect everybody else. Oh, Jesus no, knows. no, no, don't infect everyone else. And this is seriously, this is serious, guys. It, it's it's killing thousands. Killing people. It's killing thousands and thousands. In fact, there's an accessible website that you can go to. I don't actually have the link handy. If this thing ever gets show notes, we'll certainly put them in the show notes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that'll show you how serious this is. They are very terrifying predictions, but they are only predictions. We just don't know how bad it is yet. And because this stuff takes 10 to 14 days to actually do stuff, things can change in an instant. And they're actually saying that we may have to turn social uh, or physical distancing on and off like a tap to manage this as as the as the mm. months go on. So, well, I think we're at um, All right. we're at thirty five twelve, and I think that uh, we'll be able to edit this down if we so choose to do so. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit stop here, and we're just going to chill out for about another minute or so for the uploads to finish. Um, bye, everybody. Bye. bye. Thanks for listening. I uh, hope you've enjoyed our little um, chat. chat? <laughs> Whatever yeah. this is. Yeah, yeah. And um, we're just doing this to test out the Squadcast platform, and I think we've we've successfully done that. So, um, oh, yeah. and, and thank you both for coming along and oh, uh, no, making this happen. Thanks for having us. Sorry yeah. to drag you away from where we're alive for a while, but... Um, no, 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 it's fine. Okay. It's, it's all good. Okay. I'm, I'm not looking forward to the next... I hope we don't turn into zombies. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> Bye. So I'm going to hit, yep, I'm going to hit stop.